Welcome to the Human Reboot with me, Emma Last. We have uplifting, inspiring and diverse reboot stories from people sharing the courageous, honest, authentic and sometimes difficult life lessons. The Human Reboot will provide proven mentally flourishing formulas and practical tips to help you to live life to the full, giving you direction and hope. Make your mental fitness and well-being a daily priority. Learn to pause so that you can get clear and perform at your best. Switch off to switch on. It's time for your human reboot. So today on the Human Reboot podcast, you have just me, little old me, Emma Last, your host of the Human Reboot podcast. And the reason why it's just me today is because I want to tackle a couple of things, really. I want to share with you the benefits of us all focusing on World Wellbeing Week. I want to take some reflections from the first 10 episodes and celebrate some of the feedback that we have had over the last couple of months since our launch. And also, I want to talk to you about why it's really important that you have someone like me in your pocket. So, but first of all, let's talk about these episodes over the last couple of months. Episode one was all about me sharing my own story. So if you haven't already listened to it, please do go and have a listen. It talks about me trying to have twins Um, It talks about me having three under three and trying to to successfully balance a corporate career in senior leadership. And, you know, and being highly successful for, you know, for a number of years and just getting to a point where actually that feeling of wanting it all and having it all did have a massive impact on me. And that whole juggling of your life and juggling what feels like the world, you know, as women, we often feel like, you know, we have superpowers and, and we can feel, you know, like we, we are, you know, we can manage it all, we can handle it all. But sometimes when we don't stop and pause, the impact can be really huge, really am you know, an advocate for people really learning to pause in their lives so that they can really switch off so that they can switch back on and perform at their best. And that's what we talk about a lot in the Human Reboot. Episode two was about walking to take in nature and for mental health. And it was with the very lovely, lovely Heather Waring. And one of the key learns that I took from that episode was she talked about a book called Superwoman by Shirley Conrad. And it was all about women being able to have it all. And she talks about how she thinks there's a lot of women who still do feel they can have it all. Why shouldn't they have it all? 
And, you know, we're not saying that you can't have the career and the family or the business and all of those great things, but you do need to decide on priorities and you've got to decide on balance. There's got to be some level of putting yourself first um, in the mix. And some of us aren't great at doing that. And some of us have to work quite hard at doing that. And, you know, often that's about putting boundaries in place to be able to help us to be able to, you know, live our lives in a, in a healthy way. And when I say healthy, I mean a mentally fit and healthy way. Episode three was broken by the pandemic and by injustice. And that was with my great friend, Chikare Ikbowe. And in this episode, she talks about how as a black woman, you know, the last 12 months um, was a real year of awakening. And she explains how she felt completely broken by the pandemic and also because of the injustice that came to light um, through uh, George Floyd's murder and a number of other things that really happened over the last 12 months. And one of the key learns that I took from that is she said, as an ally, it's your job to actually learn yourself and to educate yourself. And for our listeners, you are listening to podcasts, which often are self-development tools and ways to keep learning. And when we talk about being an ally, it's not necessarily just about being an ally or an advocate for racial equality. It's also, it could also be about being an ally for whatever you believe in and you know, and educating ourselves enough so that, you know, we can help others, but also we can look after ourselves. So that ally part also references beautifully to, you know, how we should be in terms of our mental health and well-being as well, that we do have to learn ourselves and we do have to educate ourselves. Then we had episode four, which was with Amy Rowlinson. And that episode was called Shining a Light on Purpose. And what an episode that was. Amy is a podcaster herself, and she has a podcast called um, Starting With Why. And she has a real, real huge passion for helping people find their purpose. And something that she said within the podcast was something that I took away. Is it a case of are you living or are you existing? Or are you passing by the moments? Are you enjoying those moments? Or are you living a life of purpose? The reason why I've picked that key learn out to be able to talk to you about today is because having purpose has a massive impact on your well-being. And I am going to just read you um, a quote, really, um, from the from Nice Guidelines, so that you can just really reflect 
on it. So mental well-being is a dynamic state in which the individual is able to develop their potential, work productively and creatively, build strong and positive relationships with others and contribute to their community. It's enhanced when an individual is able to fulfill their personal and social goals and achieve a sense of purpose in society. So not only is purpose something that we think that is good to have because we can find our why, but it massively impacts on our well-being as well. Episode five was Marcus Wright. And that was the episode called Breathing for the First Time at age 25. Something I took away from that, there were so many things within that, th- that conversation and what a struggle Marcus had had. But this, this quote really summed it up for me. So if you imagine being in high school and growing up and living in that fortress environment, I was holding my breath. And it wasn't until 25 years old that I could breathe. And that first breath was like a massive weight had just lifted off my shoulders. And it's really interesting when you think about that first breath and that massive weight being lifted off his shoulders. Because last year... I had a conversation, well, a number of conversations with people who having to pause for the pandemic, potentially being furloughed from their jobs or having to take a step back had meant that they had had the time to breathe. And I remember having a conversations with one of my great friends And we were laughing our socks off all about the fact that how had it taken us until, you know, late 30s, 40s to actually learn to breathe properly, you know, to actually take that time and to take a deep breath and to be able to breathe and inhale and fill your lungs, and pause, and just feel that feeling of relaxation when you start to breathe effectively. And actually how focusing on your breathing and bringing yourself into the moment can give you real clarity. And it doesn't need to take long. It doesn't need to take you know, hours, or you don't need to meditate for 20 minutes, just sitting and breathing, you know, for a few minutes, just to help you refocus. So not only did Marcus's episode really focus on the fact that he felt that he could be himself and he could breathe again, it also kind of brought home to me about the importance of pausing again and that whole thought process around really taking a deep breath and taking everything in. The next episode was with Ivy Chanel, our uh, our singer, songwriter, producer, 
Um, and she talked about there being no ceiling on our dreams. And working in an industry where it's so, you know, it's a high, you know, it's a real high performance, competitive industry, very ruthless and really challenging for women within that industry. But I just loved a couple of things that she said. Be kind. Kindness opens doors for you. Be a friend. If you want respect, give respect. If you want love, show love. So you have to be it first. And it just, for me, that was just such, so basic, but just so empowering to think that if you live your life the way that you want others to treat you, then that will happen for you. And be kind. Kindness opens doors for you. One of the NHS's five ways to well-being is give. And by being kind, that is a way of giving. By carrying someone's shopping or helping an elderly neighbour or opening a door for someone, slightly more challenging in COVID times, granted, but you know, even paying it forward, you know, buying somebody behind you in the, in the coffee queue, you know, paying it forward, helping someone to view the world differently on that day, paying someone a compliment, giving someone a gift of any kind. And that could be a verbal gift of a compliment, or it could be a small gift or a note, or a letter, or something that will really brighten their day. But be kind, kindness opens doors for you. Episode seven. This was with Diane Brown. And this episode was called Suddenly Struck Down by Eco-Anxiety. Now, this was a really interesting conversation Diane is a well-being life coach and she'd had burnout out herself um, a number of years earlier and in 2019 she was really living the life that you know she thought that she wanted to live and she was living a real happy life and she's she was really solutions focused and really really opening her mind even further to the huge problem of climate change it had been something that had been really important to her since she was a child but she kept reading about it and trying to build that knowledge and thinking about how she could help um from you know her little place in in the country but the key thing was that one day something that she read had a huge impact on her and she had really severe eco-anxiety completely and utterly debilitating so quickly that she really didn't kind of 
understand what was happening to her um, at first. But she really quickly and thankfully realised that she was in her own emergency situation and managed to drag herself to the doctors and was diagnosed with severe anxiety and depression. And in that episode, she really talks about her step-by-step recovery and those real small steps. And actually... It's taken, it took a real lot for Diane to share that story because often when we work in the field of well-being, people expect us to be perfect. And, you know, shouldn't we have all the answers? And shouldn't those things not happen to us because, you know, because, you know, we're in that field of well-being. And things still can happen to us life still happens to us, challenges still happen. And it's how we handle those challenges. And actually, Diane talks about how having had the tools in a tool bag, as soon as she was at a point where she could start focusing on her recovery, she was really grateful that she had that knowledge to be able to really put herself back together again. A key thing I really took from that episode was it can happen to anybody. Whatever training experience and things you've had, it can really happen to anybody. And, you know, that really was, you know, where I was at. I I saw people, you know, within the business and within my life that had really struggled with certain situations, struggled with transition, um, struggled with mental illness. However, you don't think it will ever happen to you. And so this episode really was just, Diane just kind of laid herself bare. And I'm really, really thankful that she did that because even knowing that it can happen to people that do work within this field as well and that you know the tools that we you know we share they often help us to ride the waves of life but you know the waves aren't going to stop coming that is life and episode eight was with Jenny Gordon And that was the road back to brilliance. And Jenny talked about so many things in that episode, but she really talked about how she restarted her life, how personality profiling in particular, Myers-Briggs helped her on her way back to her happiness and really refinding her brilliance. And she talks about the different jewels and precious stones and that they're all different shapes and they're all different sizes, just like us, just like us humans. They sparkle differently and that's what makes them different. You know, they all bring a unique gift to the world. And one of the key learns I took from that episode was brilliance needs polishing. So get your jewels out regularly. Don't keep those diamonds in a cupboard waiting for best, waiting for a special occasion. 
because although they sparkle in the dark, no one gets to see them. Jenny talks about practicing getting her jewels out regularly and letting people see the brilliance. And really when you sit and you reflect about that, that's really about talking about your strengths. So I would ask you one question today. What are your strengths? What can you celebrate about you? What is your uniqueness? And what do you bring to the world? And you know what? Those questions that I've just asked are often some of the most difficult questions when I am coaching and mentoring people. We often have to do different drawings or we have to come about things at different angles because sometimes we're not really great about talking about our strengths. Episode nine was with Tanya Taylor. This was a really special episode. In this episode, Tanya talks about how her smear test saved her life. At the time of recording, Tanya hadn't had the great news that she was cancer free. And literally a couple of days after recording, we found out that she was cancer free. So it meant even more, but there is so much to learn within that episode, all about HPV and around cervical screening. And and there was a beautiful part when I talked uh, to Tanya about how did she switch off so she could switch on and perform at her best. And she shared with us that she'd had some training um, quite a number of years ago before she worked for herself and one of the things that they taught her that she wishes that everyone in the world knew was about our ability to have a switch off routine when we finish work and you know particularly as a therapist or coach or somebody that sometimes is you know taking quite a lot on or trying to help others she has this real significant routine when she leaves her clinic room Um, and it's so that she doesn't take anything into the house with her you know in association to the work that she's been doing so for her her switch off routine is really really simple She has three lamps in a clinic room and a door that locks and I switch off each lamp and turn and lock the door. And that's it. That's me done. So if you can take anything from that episode, it's about that switch off routine, which I have been working on myself over the last um, couple of weeks since the last episode um, because I my office is within the house. So you walk out of one room and you're straight back with family. You don't have that drive home to be able to kind of switch off in the way that you might have done previously. 
So I try and build in a dog walk as soon as I've finished work so that that gives me that break in between. You know, think about perhaps what you could do to be able to help you with your switch off routine. And episode 10 was with Tim Carr. And that was all about noticing and responding to our feelings. We had such a great discussion. Some of the things that Tim talked about were just, they were, they were just so, they were great. It was such a great podcast and he was such a great guest. Um, the work that you're doing is really important. That's what he said to me. Because we've had a global reboot, but what I'm noticing in businesses and organizations is that most people are desperate to get back to how things used to be. And if people in business, leaders and managers don't understand that being able to form a powerful human connection to be able to form trust. If you don't get that that's a priority, you're going to have a huge number of disenfranchised and angry people who are no longer willing to put up with that status quo that they might have done before COVID. I think, you know, this past year has really taught us to look at the world in a different way. And it has demonstrated real fragility of life. If we are responsible for others, is to really think about what impact has the pandemic had personally on people and what can we do as leaders to support that and how can we be human in our approach because right now that's really important and having that psychologically safe environment to talk and to share how we're feeling is really important and actually noticing those feelings within ourselves you know, noticing those feelings within our body and noticing how we're feeling is really powerful. And by being able to talk about it and share it with others, we can really, really, really move forward. I just want to say thank you to my guests over the last couple of months. It's been a great uh, a great thing to do starting a podcast and I've met so many amazing people and the episodes that we've already recorded um, that are going to be coming to you over the next few weeks I'm sure you're also going to love if you want to give any feedback at all on the episodes then please do so what about well-being week World Wellbeing Week. So there, since the pandemic, there have been more and more people entering the wellbeing market. There have been more and more people coming up with their own theories as to what are the right ways to be able to support people. But a basic model that I use is the NHS's five ways to wellbeing. And those five ways to well-being, you have be active. So that's about being active. It could be that you go to the gym. It could be you go for a walk. 
uh, a run. It, it's what your activeness is, whatever is proportional to what you can do. We're not saying that everybody has to do the same thing. It's find about find out what you love and build that into your routine and find some time for you. We have keep learning. So by listening to podcasts, by cooking new recipes, by trying new things, by going to new places, um, those are all ways to keep learning. By stretching ourselves by as little as just 3%, we would get real good growth in terms of our learning ability. So yeah, really think about kind of what it is that is your keep learning. You don't have to put so much pressure on yourself to be able to say, right, well, I'm going to go and do a new a degree in this or I'm going to learn a new language. It might be that that's what you've always wanted to do and that's great, but you don't have to do it to that extreme. It could be there's just small tweaks within your normal routine that you do within your week and you can just mix it up by learning something new within that those the boundaries of those routines so we've done be active keep learning connect so the importance of connection is so important and this has had a massive impact on us throughout the pandemic our whole way that we have connected historically you know has changed and has been put on hold so connect is all about how we connect with others how we connect in terms of our deeper conversations but also connect is all about how we connect with others in terms of a wider network and surrounding ourselves with positive people that can help us to learn and grow and if you think about the last 12 months, we've had to connect via social media. We've not been able to connect in the same way in terms of physically. We've not had the same social activities. And so really focusing on that connection and keeping that connection when we go through any challenging or changing times is really, really important. You know, give is, is one of the five ways to well-being. Interestingly, it's not really as important in the five ways to well-being for children, although we do, uh, it is used, still used for children. Um, children's fifth way to well-being is a lot more around imagination, creativity and play. And that's actually something that as adults, we should do more of as well. But for today, let's focus on the give so that could be volunteering um it could be helping out it could be random acts of kindness it could be giving compliments it it could be anything but it's about having it could be donating for charity and actually within businesses there's lots that we can do to be able to really help people to build their well-being within the workplace by adapting some of these strategies into our workplace you know as part of our corporate social responsibility 
And the fifth way to well-being, be mindful. So that's about being in the present. It's focusing when you go for a walk, it's listening to the birds. It's, you know, looking at the trees, looking at the sky. Um, It's, you know, it could be doing some meditation. It could be three things that you're grateful for every day. Um, so there's there's lots that you can learn more about mindfulness. And as we go further into the podcast, we, I will share more tips around these areas. So something else that's really come out across the 10 episodes in literally every conversation has been a real thread around our high performers you know people that listen to this podcast are generally high achievers who are very very purpose-led and want are on and are on a mission on a mission to change the world that's immediately around them or on a mission to change the world and when we are so committed to what we want to achieve often we can really really get caught up in becoming addicted to our work and a real theme that's come out across the 10 episodes is that we do have to have healthy boundaries to be able to perform at our best in business and that is why I've decided to do a masterclass on the 12th of July with five days support to be able to support people that may be trying to reboot after the pandemic and just refocus and get clarity on the vision of the life that they want to live and then actually think about how they're going to put that into practice. So why would you want to do that? Why would you want to do something with me? Well, I've got 25 years worth of business experience. I've been a high performer for many, many of those years. I've worked as a leader in business, a senior leader in business. I've been coaching for 20 years and it's really And in the last four to five years, that's where kind of my interest in mental health and well-being has been sparked. I've always worked on huge transition and change projects and always been able to support people with those transitions to help them through it and so that they come out the other side performing at their best. But for me, it's got to start with strong foundations of getting your well-being right and understanding your well-being so that you're not just performing for now, which is what I did. You're you're performing for the future. You know, now it's about sustaining that performance and not having to feel like you are a superwoman. And you know, why is this podcast and why is the human reboot so important? And it's because 
it gives people the opportunity to talk about their feelings and talk about actually how they want to move forward and to learn and to learn all about mental health and well-being and performance and how they are all interlinked. I've had so many amazing reviews, but one of the best bits of feedback was a voice message that was left from somebody I used to work with probably about six years ago, um, a wonderful woman who left me a message saying that she was absolutely loving the work that I do, loves the podcast, and that she loves it even more that she has got me in her pocket whenever she wants it. So you can have more of me if you want to, or you can have me on the podcast. But if you do want to get to know me a bit more, then come and join me um, for my Healthy Boundaries Masterclass, which is called Stop Burnout and Start Bossing It in Business. And it's two hours on Monday, the 12th of July. And you will also get five days of implementation support following that. And it's just £99. If you want any extra resources, um, especially on the five ways to well-being, you will find those as free downloadable resources on my website. Thank you for listening to the Human Reboot podcast. I'm Emma Last and if you've enjoyed this episode, please leave me a five-star podcast review and visit thehumanrebootmovement.com where you can find downloadable free resources, sign up to my mailing list or connect with me on social. So that's thehumanrebootmovement.com. Let's switch off so we can switch on. It's time for your human reboot.